Hello and welcome to uh, Not Weird, Just Homeschooled. I am your host. Oh, you know what? I forgot to mention too. Uh, I'm your host, Jeremy Demery, and I forgot to tell you that you would have to introduce yourself, but I'm going to do it for you because I forgot. I neglected. <laughs> this is now the second time I've done this, right? I neglected to tell the person, hey, you're going to say your own name. Okay. Now that I don't know it, it's just, I don't know. I feel like it makes people a little bit more, it gets them into it in yeah. a sense. But uh, yeah, so welcome to the show, Aaron Kepfer. Hey, uh, her and I have known each other now since what two thousand eight. What no. no no before that actually I was I think even yeah two thousand four maybe possibly yeah you met at Arabica yes right so and then I started there yeah probably two thousand four two thousand five mm-hmm. yeah holy guacamole yeah so close to what eighteen something years that's, that's creepy yeah and we just turned nineteen like. <laughs> Exactly. So we basically know each we other our whole Benjamin lives. We have Benjamin Button disease. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which means I'm just a big baby as <laughs> I get older. Ditto. So, uh, yeah. So we grew up in the same neighborhood as well. Yes. But you and I had very different experiences in that neighborhood because you went to public school, like one of those cool kids, and I was homeschooled and awkward yes. and uh, didn't know how to interact with people at all and you had to watch the brunt of me trying to discover how to socially interact with people (laughs) you weren't that bad we (laughs) you weren't that okay so the first time do you want me to talk about the first time like i met you sure yeah that's Um, fine there's so many things i don't even know where to start well i guess like you used to go to state road for like a second right yeah yeah, I was for first. I think I got pulled out in my first grade. I mean, you called sure. the music teacher Miss Dolphin, right? Rudolphy. But you called her Miss Dolphin. Did I call her Miss Dolphin? I'm said, sure. You're like whatever, Miss Dolphin. You know, that's what you told me because I'm like, you went to Parma, and then somehow you found my fifth grade <laughs> picture where I think I had like. A bob up to my ears with bangs and big octagon glasses. I don't remember any of this, but this really? is hilarious. No, it's true. And I'm like, why did that have? To-? When you told me that, you were like, yeah, I found this year, but we saw you, and I knew as soon as you said it. I'm like, really? Out of all the things that you could see, you saw my fifth grade. Wow, what a creep. elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> wow, super but, creepy. But no, it's. Was, I was like, like, I found you. I found we, we. I think you were like looking at it with somebody, maybe Lisa, and. Yeah, probably then yeah because yeah, i've known her basically my whole life like yeah since kindergarten are you serious that's cute yeah that's adorable. i've known her for a really really long time we're still good friends yes well that's rad i think and i yeah <laughs> who knows these days but no you said you saw my um, fifth grade elementary school picture and that was like intense <laughs> Yeah, exactly. this is kind. Of, that's a kind of a weird move. So we didn't even really know each other. And I'm we like, knew each other. No, I found this is you. When, <laughs> this is when we became friends. But like, I was kind of just trying to figure out like when you started off. But okay, let me. Uh, but no, we became buds, and then somehow. Well, I think we had became friends maybe even before I started working there because they kept coming so up. So used to come up and see Josh all the time, and this is this oh, is, that's right. This is the first time that I met Jeremy. So I was okay working. 24 hours, I think it was when, when it was 24 hours, and people used to call me Marla Singer because I would just smoke cigarettes all night and clean. <laughs> and that was the only way I could stay awake was from smoking sure. and drinking coffee. And then I met – Josh was up there, and then you were there, and you were, like, squeaky clean. You had, like, beautiful hair. I think you were wearing, like, a tucked-in, like, plaid shirt with, like, sockonies. That sounds all pretty, right. pretty simple. Not much different than I dress now. Yeah. <laughs> and Josh mentioned that you guys had a dare of like kicking your shins together. Oh, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> For, as, as hard as you could. Yeah. It was, did, I, did it already happen? I think it already happened. Oh, man. Brutal. That's what, I, that's what you guys said. <laughs> it's brutal. Because, yeah, we had both played soccer and we oh. both skateboarded. So we figured at that point <laughs> that, like, our shins have gone through enough where we could get away with something like that and it'd be completely fine. I think it's just weird. How did you – so you actually had, like, a discussion about shins. Yeah, I don't even know how it came up. I mean, so so I, there's a lot of Joshes in my life. 
Uh, there's my brother, Josh. Oh. This is Josh you're referring to, Josh DeRocher Jones. Mm-hmm. So we're to, uh, Josh Galbinci is the one you're yes, talking Josh about. Yes, Josh And uh, so Josh Galbinci and I both grew up in very religious homes. Yes. And so there's a lot of like uh, pent up uh, uh, frustration because of our upbringings. Yeah. And it would manifest in very weird ways. <laughs> and, you know, it's funny because I was just telling a story about how like growing up in Parma, you know, a lot of those kids were into like jackass and shit like that. And every time those things would like spur up, I would just leave because I didn't have to deal with them come Monday oh, morning. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't want to get tased in the balls and then I'd leave. So it's kind of funny that I would do that because I, I yeah, I remember doing that with Josh Galbincia, but like, it's kind of funny that I was convinced to do it because normally there would be a situation where I'd be like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing that. And you just did it. Yeah, I think it's because uh, Josh was a little older than me, and I looked up to him. He is older. I think he's like a year older than me, and that's like 20 now, we should say. He's 20. He's uh, yeah, 21, 23, 21. something like that. <laughs> he can drink. That's how cool he is. Yeah. Actually, that's uh, he could drink when we met. I think that's kind of why we became friends, because <laughs> he could get me beer. Really? <laughs> we were like the bad Christian kids. I know, 707 kids. Yeah, we were the bad guys. You, you know what I mean? You actually took me to that church. I was curious. Did I? Yes. Oh, fuck. I am sorry. It who, was, well, who brought you? I did? I think you did, because I was curious about it. And you oh. know how I am. I mean, yeah, you're a free spirit. I'm a free spirit. <laughs> I'm the bohemian of the but family. But I'm in the sky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I was just curious, so I went... Everyone was very well dressed. They looked like an Urban Outfitters catalog from like 2004. Because that's where we all shopped. Yes. There was a very um, um, well rehearsed Christian band on the stage. Led by a a pat, a youth minister? I don't even know. uh, uh, Why can't I think of his name right now? Him and I are still friends. He's really cool. Uh, He probably is. He probably is. Anyways, I'm sorry. Go on. And, like, I just was there to kind of, like, observe. But I'm also, like, you know, parentheses, a medium. So I was just, like, reading everybody. And I was, like, a lot of people are full of shit in here. (laughs) (laughs) And to your credit, they were. (laughs) Yeah. but Yeah, that thing, that whole thing kind of exploded in on itself. Really? Yeah, like, the pastor was cheating on his wife. Yeah, I picked that up. uh, So was the... The worship leader or whatever. Yeah. There was a lot of things. I mean, I, at that point, like, huh, I was already out. Huh. You know, but I embraced it. And I was like, you know, Jeremy's my friend. And, like, he's awesome. And I want to I want to kind of figure him out a little bit. You're a lot nicer than me. Um, you're, also, a better, no, you're a you better were, person you than You were I also am. a cocky Christian. You were like, you just don't, you don't know. You don't get it. Was I? Oh <laughs> a my little God, bit. so embarrassing. I'm so glad you're bringing this up. <laughs> you are crushing this thing already. <laughs> So I was cocky about it, was I? You were a little bit cocky. Like, she just doesn't get it, you know. Because you had other Christian friends. And I was like, hey, Jeremy. It's like smoking. I'm, you know, spazzing out. <laughs> I would listen to, like, Liz Fair and Cat Power and, like, So Bikini you really Kill. watched the transformation of, like, Oh, I adored from, it. Like, I actually saw it in my mind's eye. I'm like, this is not going to last. You're like, I will break you. <laughs> yes. It's going to be like an explosion. And that's exactly what happens. Do you remember when you cut your hands? And yeah, like Jeremy Demery cut his hand. Yeah. And he had to have stitches in his palm. And like he was such a fucking gross boy. He wouldn't stop working with it. And it kept him like busting open all the time. Yeah. And he got infected. Oh my God. It was so gross. Yeah. It was bad. It It was really bad. Yeah. Uh yeah, I got infected again, and then they put me on like perk. Per- they put me on some sort of something. I forget what it was. Maybe it was. I want to say it was Percocet or something mm-hmm. like that. And I t- had taken it before doing a- playing a show, and uh, I drank one beer, <laughs> and I was <laughs> fucked up. And my like my tolerance at the time wasn't great. Yeah. So already, so you like you have like what was that? Oh, that English beer that we always drink the, like brown the brown ale i don't know we would always go up to like what is that one bar right by it the clubhouse the clubhouse and then ryan was vegan at the time yeah. so he would always have like those fries with like italian dressing something 
But he wasn't like a healthy vegan. He was like <laughs> a gross vegan. You know what I said the other day about Ryan? I was like, I really wish he was alive to do this show. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's coming through through us. Yeah. You know? It was so funny because I'm like, what a selfish reason to want him to be alive. I know. <laughs> That's it. Just yeah. come in, do the yeah. show. <laughs> come and do the Don't show. Don't talk to me again. No, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was a hoot nanny. He was. Um, yeah. He was a great guy. Was. He was. Uh, I, man, I would love to hear some of his stories about Oh, like, my God. If he were... would be relentless. At least you're being nice about it. Yeah. He would not be nice about it. He would be relentless, and I'd probably get frustrated at some point and then tell him I'm going to delete this fucking episode. <laughs> <laughs> It would be yes. amazing. Oh, my God. No, he was relentless. The last time I saw him was at a lottery league, and he was still relentless with me. Was he? Yes, still relentless. Yeah. Like, Bless he remembered heart. all of, like, the inside jokes, and I was like, I, I can't believe it. He's like a blast from the past that I just... Well, that's one thing we didn't realize about Ryan Yankee is that he had placed a lot of buttons on us over the years. <laughs> yes. And he knew exactly where to push he them. He did. Oh, my God. he put God. them there. I freaked out on him so many times, and he enjoyed <laughs> It. We were probably driving around in his van listening to the Goo Goo Dolls because he loved the Goo Goo Dolls. Wow. But yeah, but yeah. No, I saw the transit. What was like, so you were squeaky clean, clean Jeremy. But you had, he had like beautiful, shiny hair. He had like no pores in his face. He was very clean cut, very clean. Yeah, not the schlub you see before you now. Um, you're not a schlub. Oh, old schlub over here. You're not Go a on. schlub. But like, I think you were like very freaked out by anything uh, you know, sexual. I think your aunt came in and was talking about birth control pills, and you like flipped out a little bit. You're like, I don't want to hear about it. And then me my and, aunt. I think your aunt came in and was talking about it. And what me the and, fuck would my aunt be doing there talking knows? about birth control pills? Because I think she mentioned them because she knew it would irritate you. Like Probably. Jeremy, I have to take my birth control pills. Oh my god. Do you remember like weird things that I remember? Yeah. I um, wonder what aunt. I don't know. But I do remember it. I'm like, I like that aunt. It was probably my aunt Regina. Yeah. Now I think of it. And yeah, and she's still very cool. Yeah. She rules. I love yeah. Aunt Regina. Even though she her and my uncle Corky have they got divorced a long, long time ago. But uh yeah, she's still the best. Aw. Well, that's cool. I, mean, I like I Aunt Regina. I didn't marry her. <laughs> so she was cool in my book yeah i had no reason to not like her yeah yeah so. she's very cool i remember i really liked your family i liked i liked your little sister um i liked your whole family i thought they were really good human beings yeah we are i think like me and the coworkers thought your dad was hot i but, bet my dad yeah. was a looker <laughs> He was so oblivious of it, too. I, didn't he wear Curve or something? I don't know. But really. Yes. Yes, he did. <laughs> did oh, he my really? God. The yeah, things just... he remember. He still wears Curve. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, I grew up in Parma, so Curve and Aqua de Geo. I mean, <laughs> they're, like, stuck in my bones, you know? That is really funny. Uh, wow. Yeah, the things you remember is wild. It's just weird. But anyway, I am curious on when you, you like, denounced the the clean cut Jeremy Demery. Pretty early on in my career with Arabica, I would say I think I don't think it lasted much longer no. about hanging out around there because like, you know, you're you're around a lot of people who are staunch and very intelligent non believers. So you kind of get a perspective of what they have to say and mm -hmm. then you try and come up with your own thing. And then over a while, over a little while, like you realize like, oh, this is this is bullshit. Yeah. I mean, well, you're a very open minded individual. And you know, I just I don't know. I, I mean, you and I are you. It's funny because you're probably more spiritual now than I am. Yeah. And, you know, I grew up in like uh, a, a pretty like religious upbringing. So. That's kind of funny that our kind of like our paths crossed in yeah. that in that way. Yeah, I grew up Catholic. You duped me. Pretty, you, duped you duped me. I got bamboozled. I yes, I got there smoking yeah. your cigarettes, scheming against me. I yes, knew it. With my asymmetrical bob going on. Yeah, there was, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. The cigarettes kept me alive and awake. But no, yeah, I was just curious. <laughs> well, about I was also that. killing you. <laughs> yeah, well, I was also killing me with yeah. the coffee and not eating. You know, there's a lot of that going on yeah. with all of us. We all got very skinny. <laughs> yeah. During that time. Do you remember How? That? I don't know. I got really skinny too. Smoking and drinking coffee and um, not eating. 
And anxiety. And anxiety. There yeah. was a lot of anxiety Over, back in the day. With now that we're older, seemingly nothing. Yeah. A lot of anxiety over a lot of nothing. Oh, my God. There was so much drama at that fucking coffee house. It was ridiculous. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> For somebody like me, I'm it like, this is, this is like it an episode so of 90210. Yeah, and I didn't deal with that in high school at all. So, like, this, this is like exciting. Yeah. This was, like, kind of like my high school. Yeah, I, I, I was talking about that with another person on the podcast. So excuse me from repeating myself, but like I do feel like I was kind of like a late bloomer in a lot of areas, both like like well, mentally mostly. Like I feel like I kind of because of being homeschooled, I kind of caught on to things a little later. Yeah, than most people who went to like high school or whatever caught on to because they didn't have any of those experiences. Yeah. And what experiences I was involved with, I could just go home. Yeah. Like, oh, this got weird for me, so I'm just going to go home. You're right. That's. I think that's kind of cool, though. I oh, I loved it. I'm, I'm not knocking homeschooling. I loved being homeschooled. Well, the thing is, Jeremy is very intelligent. I mean, if you haven't noticed. So, like, he, he's open-minded in a sense. I mean, he's he had that cocky Christian phase where he's like, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know? But, like... I'm a well-educated idiot. But that's what I am. he definitely has a very open-minded, intelligent brain. Of, so, like, you know, I can see, I can see you transforming. But. That's so funny. So... Yes. Give us, give them a, like a little bit of a context of what, like what our neighborhood that we grew up in was like. Oh my god, um, it was like it was scrappy. It was scrappy, but it was like there was like a like we didn't want to admit to ourselves how white trash we it were. It was no, I didn't realize how white trash it was until I left and then started working there again. And then I remember I had this coworker at this one establishment I was working at. She's like, I'm going out to eat. I think she wore like pink Uggs and like. Like a Victoria's Secret, like I don't even know. And I was like, "How did I not know this was happening? How mm. trashy was?" And I still I have Uggs, which is you know awful. But no, it's a little, <laughs> it's a little, it's a scrappy little town. It's racist. Yes, totally. Racism is rampant in Parma. Yeah, I can't believe it. Um, let's see what else they do have. Zeros so. Is that still around? That is still around. Wow. They have Honey Hut. I had a friend from Toledo, and there was, like, a party in Old Brooklyn. She's like, I hear there's, like, this ice cream place, and they make their ice cream out of honey. And I'm like, you mean Honey Hut? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I know all about Honey Hut. But, yeah, very religious. A lot of bars, um, a lot of churches, and very big Polish community, very big Ukrainian community. I'm Polish, so it's like... You know, I'm not Polish at all. I know. I'm zero white. <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing. I have, fun, I have right friends people... who are half black and half white, and uh, I, I love pointing out the fact that uh, I'm less white than they are. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm blacker than they are. I would no. never say that because that's not factually true, but I am less white. You're very right about that. You're but I look right like this, that. so yeah. it's kind of like yeah. moot, you know? Moot? Yeah. Yeah. Just like, well, if, if anybody's getting arrested or talking to the cops, it's probably, or it's going to be them getting arrested. Yeah. And I mean, talking to the cops. Yes, exactly. So, but yeah, well, that's, that's cool. But yeah, those would be the kind of things that would be said in Parma. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's just weird. And like, there was like an eclectic little batch of creative humans, like Jeremy and some really cool humans came out of Parma. We produced a lot of weirdos in that we town. We had to go elsewhere, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. I, I still didn't believe it or not, I didn't land very far because um, <laughs> I just moved to Old Brooklyn like four months ago. I have a soft spot for Old Brooklyn. I love it. I I can't believe how much I love it. It's like because uh, the one thing I said, I love I love the house, yeah. but it's a little too close to Parma for my liking. Where do you live? I live like right where Pearl and State. Split. I know exactly where that is. So. And I fucking love it. Yeah, there's something I have a soft spot for old Brooklyn. I love it. it yeah. It's been great living over there and yeah, even being so close to Parma, I don't I don't even really notice. Mm-hmm. This is nice. Memphis Diner, I don't know if that's there's some there's some good ones. Yeah, there's Brooklyn. some gems in that town. I used to go to Sarah's Thrift. I think that's in Old Brooklyn. I it don't kind know. of feels like um the early days of like Ohio City. Yeah. When we all live in Ohio City. <laughs> like we all lived at that Franklin house. Yes, that was the one. That was. I it. lived. 
on the couch or whatever available Did room. Did you live there, there? Yeah. I live there too. Um, that's when me and Chasney, you know, we still connect. And he was like, I, I mentioned to him that I smelled like cigarettes and beer all the time in my early 20s. It was a cool house. It was haunted. I got the ghost removed. Um, yes, yeah, so yeah. we were having a conversation before the, we started oh, yes. the podcast about how there's just certain people in your life that just like, you had no idea, but you they were just, they've been in your life. And they'll always be in your life. Yes. And you don't know how they yes. ended up with this person, but here we are. Yes. And Chesney is one of them, them humans for me. And I knew him since high school, but we had, I guess he mine told is, me a story. M- mine's Greg Smith. Really? Yeah. Greg Smith and I have known each other like for really, really, probably since maybe junior high. Isn't that weird how that happens? You're like, how did that happen? He also told me a story about. Ryan Chesney, sorry, I'm cutting you off. No, go ahead. No, um, where I guess um, they get a plenty of time with me. So they had a band stay at their apartment, and I guess the the band threw up all over the place. And then Chesney said that Ryan had to clean it up or something like that. I don't even know, <laughs> but there was it was intense. that wasn't an uncommon. That was like yeah. a fairly typical night. Yes, yes. we were all drinking a lot and yeah. doing drugs, smoking, so, and yeah, and smoking like. Chimneys. Oh my god, it was so wild. much fun. It was a lot of fun, but it was kind of gross. It was gross and fun. I mean, there's there's nostalgia about waking up smelling like grease and cigarettes and beer and going to work or living <laughs> on a thrift store couch. Yes, I'm really thinking you're cool. Or like waking up and there's like strangers sleeping on your floor or a band or you know <laughs> you're wondering if they're ever going to do the dishes. So you're just going to wait it out. You know that kind of thing. A lot of passive aggressive. Oh, absolutely. Uh, do the dishes moves mm-hmm. because none of us really knew how to. We were too young. We didn't have the maturity yet to really like figure out how to have confrontation. Yes. Health in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. Where like I never really was put in a position of being in a confrontation yeah. with somebody, where they have unhealthy relationships with uh, confrontation, and so they manifested it almost. Um, overcompensating for it. So it was a lot of passive aggressive yes. things that happened during that time mm-hmm. of like trying to be like, do the fucking dishes. So yes. like, and that's like, um, isn't that like a universal thing? Cause I used to go into other people's houses when I was like a young chippy like that and dishes were piled in the sink and there was a post note of a sad face on it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that method as well. Yeah. Or we would like end up like we'd end up arguing about NBA jam. But it was not about MEHM at all. Yes. Yeah. Those were fun times. Those were fun times. Yeah. Because at that point you were like willing to like, you knew the argument wasn't about MEHM at all. Yeah. Neither of us give a fuck about MEHM, but it was funny to point out the fact that we had that argument. Oh my God. Because a lot of us, we had like... (laughs) We had the hubris to think that we were smart enough that knew, like that we knew what the fuck we were talking about. Yeah, and none of us did. No, we were. I mean, I will say that it was a very intelligent group of people. Like, that I we do had, have that to was say, a really yeah. smart. It's probably the smartest group of people I've ever been friends with. You're right, and, and, and I'm, and, and I'm including my friends now. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, motherfuckers? <laughs> It was like you're at an age where you're, like, trying to figure shit out. It's, like, first experiences, like, you're out on your own. I mean, there's, like, the pretentious (laughs) aspect of it all. Oh, my God, yeah. But, yeah, it's... (laughs) Man, what an awkward... And we were awkward, too. We were very awkward people. Oh, my God, yeah. So, how many siblings do you have? I have two. And where do you land... I'm the dreaded middle. Ooh, brutal. <laughs> I'm the oldest of three. Oh. So I was like King Tut. Yeah. Well, King Turd of shit town. <laughs> I, did, I thought you were like, for some reason, yeah, you are older. But for some reason, for a minute, I thought you were like the middle. I don't know. But you act like an older sibling. It's like. Well, you, I'm incredibly immature. You think you know it all, though. Oh, yeah. I'm cocky as fuck oh well then i guess i was a lot cockier than i thought i always thought of myself as being like a very um shy and timid and like really really like um intimidated by you guys really no i always thought you were funny 
Maybe I was overcompensating for how intimidated I was by all no, of you. He was a little shy, but he was funny. So that's that's kind of great that you're a comedian. And you always had a good laugh. You were you had a good presence about you. You weren't like a, a dick right off the bat. Well, that's my way of getting through most social mm-hmm. situations is trying humor my way out of it, yeah. which doesn't always work. But honestly, I don't know. I think it's been like both a curse and a blessing where it's like, um, you know, you don't take anything seriously enough, which is probably makes you emotionally unavailable for your, you know, the people in your lives. But it also keeps you light enough where like you're able to cheer them up in the darkest of times. So it's like, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough, uh, it's a tough like line to walk where it's like, well, okay, how much, and I think I've gotten over the years because there's been so much death in my life that like, uh, I've really gotten a good feel of like when to place those jokes. Yeah. I've had a lot of practice. I've done a lot of bombing is what I'm trying to say (laughs) (laughs) over the years. So getting up on a stage and telling jokes and bombing in front of strangers is almost kind of of a relief because I don't have to talk. It's kind of like being homeschooled where I don't have to talk to them ever again. Mm -hmm. I don't have to see these people. They're not a part of my day-to-day life. And I think that was kind of what made you guys so so intimidating to me is because not only that like – you guys were like kind of like around all the time. So it's like, oh, like I can't necessarily avoid these people or no, just, go, yeah, you were just, or just go home, you know? Like, so I like, I think that's a part, like, for the first time, like, I was like, especially Ryan Yankee, it was like, I felt like Ryan, I couldn't take a piss without saying, <laughs> you'd just be like, yeah. next to me, like, hi. That's how it was. It was like a weird clubhouse. I don't even know what it was, but it was just very bizarre. And there was a lot of drama. A lot of fighting, a lot of fun. It was just that one Very weird, little work happening. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. One little it of, like, you know, being young, I guess. But, yeah. yeah. We played a lot of really fun games, like hide the porn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that might have just been great. You also you know? had, like, a, was that you? No, they had, like, a practice space down in the basement. Yeah, that was uh, uh, myself. It was just basically, well, at first it was me and... The people in Poor Sailor, yeah, and then it just became, I, I, and then I joined Poor Sailor. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> and then, uh, then it was like all of our practice. Yes, yeah, so. and I would go down there too. No, it was kind of a cool. It was like a weird little spot in time. That's that just what that's. No, oh, yeah, was, you used it. Yeah, Rachel used it. Yeah, Roxanne used it. Mm-hmm. Uh, though I think Roxanne mostly just did her like solo stuff yeah. in there. Like the, the early iterations of what she's pretty much doing now, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool to see. It was it's cool that she's still out there doing it. Yeah, like it's fun to see that that's like a that's, yeah, that's like their path. Like they just never gave up on their on their dharma. That's just cool. Yeah, doesn't that make you happy? I mean, like I like that you're a comedian. I think I actually even mentioned, like, back in the Arabica days, and I'm like, you should be a comedian. Well, this is how big of an idiot I am. (laughs) I didn't know you could do comedy in Cleveland. because You know, I I found out you could through Josh. What? I can't. I'm so. What is his last name? I'm a horrible person. Josh. Byzance? No, I'm horrible. Jesty. Josh Jesty is a comic. I don't know that and person. that and that's when I learned that he would there was a comedy thing in Cleveland. And I'm like, that's really cool, you know. And then, yeah, yeah. So that's I'm a big idiot because uh, I didn't know you could do comedy in Cleveland because in my head, all the comics that I've ever seen or heard of are either from Los Angeles or New York, and then all of the clubs in Cleveland only ever put on their marquees were guys from New York or L.A. Yeah, so, like, where do you step in? Like, how did you find out about this community? Uh, Through my friend um, John Valley. Uh, He told me about this open mic at Lakewood Village Tavern, and I thought it was, oh, maybe they do, like, poetry and acoustic. Mm -hmm. And, because you know, I, I I have a history in open mics, so, like, because I ran the Arabica's open oh, mic yeah. for the longest time. And then, so I thought that's what it was going to be, but it wasn't that. It was just a straight-up 
comedy open mic. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to come back in two weeks and do this thing. That's awesome. And I'm going to write out a set and everything. And John Valley said, great. Well, you know, I'll come uh, make sure you, I'll come and sign you up. I'll make sure you're, you're comfortable, blah, blah. Cause he's, he had already been doing it for like six, seven months or whatever, something like that. And, uh, he never showed up <laughs> <laughs> and I ended up doing, I, here's what I was most excited about. I got the light. So like the light is like they, they, they let you at four minutes when you have five mm-hmm. minutes. So you have one more minute to do a joke or wrap up your thought or whatever. You have mm-hmm. one more minute to be on stage. So I got that. That was a huge accomplishment for me. And I got one laugh. Really? Yeah, I got him at the end. I forget. I don't even know what the bit was, but I wish I could remember. I, I bet you I could look it up because I do have a lot of my old sets saved, so I'm sure I could find it. But uh, I got one laugh, and I was hooked. And I was like, that was like, this is uh, amazing. <laughs> I was like, so much better than being like, you know, after so many years of being a musician and being in so many bands and everything, to find something that you can latch onto creatively that's new and exciting and like uh you're passionate about and you've always been a big fan of is very cool like it was i was just hooked from that moment on and i haven't really looked back since like i've been pretty much my whole life has pretty much been devoted to comedy since then so it suits you. It made me very happy to see that you're doing this. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's kind of you to say. I, uh, I also wish I would have started a timer. Do you know what time we started? No. <laughs> I guess it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, so, yeah. So our gro- uh, I appreciate you saying that. Like it's, comedy has been a huge part of my life. I fucking love it. It has its good and bad days, just like anything else. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you got to... Keep on keeping on, I guess, Keep on brother. keeping on, having fun with that creative process. But no, I'm proud of you. I'm glad that you're doing it. Thank you. I keep an eye on you. That's the cool thing about social media is that... Um, you can stay connected without having to be intrusive in somebody's life. <laughs> that I can still keep an eye on the people that I like from afar, but I'm like laying on the couch and like, I'm like, yeah, I should probably get a hold of them, but instead I'm going to watch like Bridgerton or something like that. <laughs> Downton Abbey. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, that's the problem, too, is that you have that, like, little ticker where mm-hmm. it goes into the next episode. Yes. And you just let it go. And yeah. Like, it's just so easy, so much easier to just let it go to they, the next episode. They do that on purpose. And, and next like, thing you know, it's 7 o'clock the next morning. <laughs> yes. You're like, oh, well, I guess we'll stay for one more episode. Yeah. Yeah, and then you're there for 9. And you're like, why did I do this to myself? Yeah. Because we hate ourselves. Yes. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> and Netflix knows it. Yeah, Streaming devices know it. Yeah, Netflix can never hate me more than I hate myself. <laughs> That's a nice little pin. Nice yeah. Little airbrushed shirt from like Cedar Point. I have it as a back piece. <laughs> yeah. Is it like. So this way when I turn around, they can see it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I did date somebody who lived off of West 127th and he had this neighbor that had a back piece of an American flag, and it did say, try burning this one off. So what happened? He's dead now? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, but that was like the sign where I'm like, I probably shouldn't be in this relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Because he was really cool with that guy. Yeah, he was really cool with that guy. Oh, fuck. So, yeah, growing up was bizarro. We were all a bunch of degenerate. Yes, my anxiety was through the roof. Well, we were a bunch of degenerate, well-educated idiots. Yeah, it's very like, um, yeah, common. We were very open, deep, sensitive individuals. Had a lot of anxiety, um, a lot of insecurity at that time. Yeah. Sure. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially me. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was, I was driven by insecurity. I still am. I mean, and not much thing. has changed as far as insecurity is concerned. Very, very insecure. Uh, need validation all the time. Uh, yeah, it's like it's it's something I'm trying to be better about. See, I never saw that with you. I saw it with other people. They were like really obvious, but I never saw. I'm that. really good at hiding it. It's yeah. like years and years of practice. But like, it's like um, I like to think of myself as a uh, introverted person who's trained to be extroverted and very good at covering up their like insecurities. Like, 
And that like I guess I shouldn't be so surprised then that I was kind of like I had a hubris about me over a religion that I probably at the time didn't even believe in. Yeah. But we also too there was a group of people who loved we loved to argue. Oh my god. Sometimes we would take stances on shit we didn't even believe in. I would see it. I would watch it happen. I'm like they're doing this on purpose. <laughs> they're all doing this on purpose. That's one thing I loved most about Ryan is that guy loved to argue. Oh, he would do, he would have like that weird look on his face and he would act like he was right. He's like I'm right. That's just what's going on here. Yeah. Um, He was very good at pleading his case and playing devil's advocate, but he was doing it just to be an asshole. Yeah, he was. Which is hilarious, but also very frustrating at times because he became so good at it. I would hear so many of you guys like screaming from the other room Um, because you guys would be getting or on that couch, you would be having like a A heated debate. Yes. Oh, my God. We love to argue. It was our thing. Our favorite pastime. Which I think have made a lot of people uncomfortable. I don't think my, my wife now she like she didn't like. Ryan yeah. Also, that much, these but. these boys were supposed to be working, and they were. <laughs> 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 and I would be watching this from behind the counter. That is that is true. We did so little work. <laughs> we were the laziest employees. I I tried. I was part of the old crew too. So you, I you were fine. You were you were a good employee. Rachel's definitely a go getter. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't say much for me. No, <laughs> and oh my Ryan. god, nobody gave a shit. <laughs> nobody gave a shit. Yeah, I was I mean, really people like, would, like leave in the middle of their shifts and come back with like food and or yeah, or drunk, drunk, smelling of beer. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was just like no shame. I think honestly, when it was, it was still you could still smoke inside. Yeah. And I remember when they actually banned it, and I was actually craving a cigarette from all the smoke from inside that I was inhaling. Yeah. Secondhand smoke. It was really gross. Is I think about it from time to time of how disgusting that place was. <laughs> it was absolutely disgusting. Like, it even With had, like, no a... No shame. It had, like, three big-ass, like, air filters that oh they would run God. constantly, and they were so loud and it was still gross as fuck in that place. Yeah. It was disgusting. We were like smoking behind the counter. Yeah, you know. Basically, this was like the Dick's last resort. Yeah, absolutely. Of coffee shops mm-hmm. where we would call people assholes to their faces <laughs> and then they would tip us handsomely for yeah. it. I was so funny because I think I forget who it was who I was working with. It might have been Grady. <laughs> it was like the rare times Matt Grady and I were on the same shift, but we realized yeah, somehow everyone's friends got employed there. Like I don't even like I would just show up and they would just be working there. I'm like I don't even think it was like professional. Like oh you have to fill out an application. They would just be like working there. Yeah. Or oh you hung out sometimes here sleeping there. Didn't you guys like sleep there sometimes? Like in the I don't ever remember sleeping there because I didn't live far. Well, you were like, see, that's your Christian upbringing. You're responsible. You're like, you're <laughs> well, it was like your nice way of saying, well, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, but what, anyway, what did you hear about Grady? What was going on? Oh, we realized that one po- one evening we were just being assholes to everybody. It was a, I think it was like a busy Friday or Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And we made fun of literally everybody who walked through the door. Like we roasted literally everybody who walked through the door. No one was safe. And uh, we realized we were making better tips with the people that we roasted the hardest. Really? Yeah. They loved it for some reason. It was insane to me. (laughs) The shit we would get away with saying to customers. And it's almost like they came in and expected it. Oh, my God. So, yeah, it was kind of, yeah, it was like Dick's last resort. Yeah, we made fun of every, we were assholes to everybody. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It was the best job. It's still one of the best jobs I've ever had. I think everybody says that about Arabica. Um, I was there for a minute, um, and then we all went our separate ways. You know? it, it was like a cross between, like, Dick's last resorts and Empire Records. Oh, Absolutely. It was like one of those moments in time. I keep on repeating that. But no, it was fun. It was definitely fun. Um, and it was like that weird time where you didn't have to have responsibilities yet. You could still be like a little shit, mm-hmm. you know? 
You didn't have to make that much money to survive. Well, yeah, it's also a lot, was a lot different back in the day. I think I had like an apartment that cost like three hundred and ninety dollars in like Lakewood or something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I want to go back in time and kick my own ass sometimes because like complaining about having to make bills. It's like, dude, you work three days out of the week. <laughs> you make pretty good money. Your rent's a hundred dollars a month. Yeah. And you have a cell phone bill. Car insurance. Yeah, we had like no idea how easy. Yeah, that was, was pretty much it. Like, cell phone bill, car insurance, and then like I get you know put the, had to put gas in the fucking car. That was mm-hmm. it. Those were like my things I had to handle. Even that at the time seemed like oh dear god. Yeah, there was no internet. Not really. Not that. Not yet. There was like no. Um, I think it was a lot more prevalent than we like to give it credit for in in our lives. Yeah. Wowie zowie. Because that was like kind of like when MySpace and AOL and like, mm-hmm. yeah, we weren't like, it wasn't what it is today, obviously, but it was still, I think it was still every bit as much around. Yeah. And we would still like talk about it. Like, oh, did you see what so-and-so posted on oh, MySpace? Oh, my God. Oh, or my Friendster? God. MySpace. And then Facebook happened. Uh, and then did you remember we had this one journal? <laughs> That we'd pass around. Do you remember that shit? Yeah, I remember the one that's oh under, like God. underneath the counter or something oh, like that. Oh yeah, and then I don't even know what that was all about, but it was like I never wrote anything serious I in there. Fucking did. I know. I think there was a lot of like weird dicks in there. <laughs> you know, probably like probably a lot of dicks. Yeah. Do you remember the the fingers? Like the what do you call that? I'm doing it to you right now. Oh yeah, that game where you go like this and then. Yeah, it's the. Okay, you have to describe it to the audience. It's like the circle. Oh, right. It's the circle with your three fingers out, and you put it below your waist. And if they look at it, you can punch them. Yes. And it's a guys, pretty popular. I forget what it's called. I don't know what that's called, but you guys did that all the time. I remember being dead as tired. Like I fell morning. for that a lot. I Somebody got... actually drew it in the bottom of a cup. Do you remember that? Yes. It was Ryan. They're like, I don't know. This tastes really weird. And Josh was like, I'm not falling for that shit. <laughs> and I was like, what are you guys fucking talking about? I looked in the cup. Somebody actually drew it in there. I'm like, that's, I'm like, that's kind of amazing, you guys. I'm sorry. That's kind of amazing. That is su- Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the stuff that we would make time for. It was just dudes for. being dudes, you know? Just dudes the being The stuff dudes. we remember, we had that game where make porn, not porn. And whoever can figure out which part was porn. They were disqualified. Oh my god! I see. I wasn't a part of that game. I wasn't that cool. So we did. You this. guys did tell me about really like two girls, like whatever party. I don't even know. Oh, the two girls, one cup. And then I was, never watched. It. I still haven't seen it to I this day. I heard about it. I don't want to watch it. And then there was also like something party. Lemonparty.com. <laughs> that I have seen. Yes. And I'm like, it's basically what? like five old dudes sucking each other I off. I don't even know, but I remember. And it's this it's is actually all... quite beautiful to think about it now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One time I pulled a prank on somebody where I told them that because they were talking about recipes, like, oh, me and my wife cook together all the time. We like to come up with fun recipe, new fun recipes to do together. And I was like, I was like, you ever go to this like it's like a it's all lemon recipes. <laughs> It was like, oh, it sounds really cool. It's like, yeah, it's and called lemonparty.com. Oh, and they sat down together at the computer, went to oh, lemonparty.com. Next day, the day, like, next day, a guy comes in, he's like, you sick motherfucker. <laughs> You're such a little shit. This is when Jeremy got bad. Yeah, I was bad, a bad, bad boy. boy. I was a bad boy, Jeremy. That's right. Yeah. I, I wore leather jackets and Did spit you? on old ladies. No, I'm just kidding. It's <laughs> my no. version. I'm like so gullible. I'm like, really? It's <laughs> my Nickelodeon version of being <laughs> yes. bad. Yes. I see like a Catholic school girl that's like bigger than everybody. That's my my Nickelodeon version. Of a like bad girl? The, yeah, that I'm like in that's the That's more of a bully. That's not a bad girl. Oh, uh, I don't even know. I don't know. Would I do you see any bad girl in me? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a secret temper, I guess. And it comes out. I've never seen that. You've See? been in some pretty fucked up situations. <laughs> yes. And you've kept you it cool firsthand. most of the time. Yes, you know first. <laughs> you know firsthand. Yeah. What was your? I'm just curious. What was your version? What was your um, opinion of me back in the day? You were cool. Uh, <laughs> you were intimidating. Which uh, is hilarious, by the way, because I'm a big fucking goofball. Yeah, and like you were, 
a lot. You were a lot like at least f- you were friendlier than most of the people that worked there. I know there there was a lot of assholes. So there. like it kind of was easy to talk to you more so than others at that place. Uh, same with Chazzy. Chazzy was the same way. It was pretty f- easy. Like yeah, easy Jeremy to talk saw me, to. Like, flip out on those employees many times. Oh yeah, and it's not Still like you weren't bucket. justified in it. <laughs> You guys would do passive aggressive things like write notes or steal her bucket. I don't even know what was going on. I never wrote a serious. I I will stand by this as long as I live. I never wrote anything serious in that book. <laughs> you, you shouldn't, because it was like I. I wonder if anybody still has it out there because it was ridiculous. Man, I wish that. I I bet you Ryan with the kind of hoarding that man did. I bet you he saved it. Yeah. Knowing him and how sentimental he was about the weirdest things. He was. Yeah. I know. Yeah, that's why the things he would bring up. I'm like, why do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> In a good way. So yeah, you were, you were the person who was also like, you believed in spirituality, so we yeah. kind of connected on that level. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was pretty much... I knew, like, you, Rachel, uh, who else? Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Grady, mm-hmm. Ra- Rollin was very intimidating to me. Really? Oh, my God. Yeah. Why? He, he was like, because he kind of seemed grumpy and just closed off and always had his walls up. So it was like really hard to like, I really? thought for a while there that he hated me. Oh, who could For a you? while. For who a while. hate you? It, well, I'm just paranoid and like. An insecure little fuck who didn't know what's going on. My sister said that. I was like talking to her about something and I was like, I'm like, I think they're mad at me. I think they don't like me. And they're like, You're a cancer. You don't think anybody likes you. So. And when Aaron refers to her sister, she means the hot one. Just so you guys know. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. You know? But yeah. Yeah, you saw me at my at my human job and you were like, Are you mad at me? Remember when you saw me like Walk past you, you were like, delivering. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm that not is not uncommon you. for me to do that. <laughs> I you. literally almost sent a person a text yesterday. <laughs> I haven't seen them in weeks. In what way would they be mad at me? I don't know. It's like the weird internalized wham baby cancer stuff. Actually, now that person actually has a reason to be mad at me. <laughs> I think of it, and I don't care. <laughs> So funny, like yeah, nothing's like go- that too. Yeah, nothing's really going on, and, and I'm like, oh, I think they're mad at you. You're like, I don't give a fuck. But if you think they're mad at you, you. That's- I'm like, well, fuck you then. Yeah. <laughs> I used to misread shy people, so I'm like, well, fuck you. I don't, I don't like you either, you asshole. They would just be like really shy. Yes, <laughs> I would do that all the time. Still to the, I think that was what it was with Rollin. He was, he was more. He, I misread that he wasn't. That he was closed off or like it was angry. He was just kind of shy too. I never got that. He's a cancer too. He has my birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he he's the kind of person where if he's not complaining, he's not talking about it. So you know it's oh. good. You know something's good or he really likes it if he doesn't say much about it. Oh. I just there was a, at least at a the time. I don't know what he's like now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go on. No, I just, I, he would smoke a lot. He was a musician. I mean, there's a lot of things. But, wow, I, it's so interesting, like, getting inside your brain because everybody loved you. That's the thing. Everybody liked Jeremy. Really? Yes. Well, I wish like you guys would have told me. All, like, Dylan drama. <laughs> but. I wish somebody would have said something. <laughs> no, it was funny. That's why you got all dark. When I met like Ryan, him. I met Ryan first before I met anyone else. Really? I thought you met Josh. Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah. But of like the core people, I don't I think of Josh as like, because we, him and I still talk actually and here and there, mm-hmm. but I think of him more, sometimes I forget he even worked there. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's just crazy. He was hilarious. Though. And I don't even think he was the one who got me the job. I think Ryan was the one who got yeah. me the job. I mean, whoa. You all I right? It, yeah. You know, it's okay. It's my old lady knee. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's spazzing out a little bit. We can get it in post. <laughs> uh, Ryan, yeah, Ryan was the one who I remember me. I no, I met jo- I met Ryan first. Ryan and I met each other through, like a bunch of different times, really. But the first time I met him was he worked at the um, York Video 
like the rental video place at the end of my street. Mm-hmm. And really, I, yeah. And I wanted to get a job there, so I walked. It was like cold as fuck too. It was like a really cold day, and it was like blizzarding out. I walk up there. It's like slow. it was like basically me and maybe one other customer in there. And I was like, "Hey, can I get an application to apply for a job here?" And you know, Yankee was at the time like this big gargoyle. A big deal. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, like, he was like he I don't was even tall know. and like he had that long hair. He wore that fedora, I think, or that he, it wasn't. It was just like a weird hat. He had black, know. longish, like shoulder length hair mm-hmm. with a yellow streak <laughs> like a down it. Yeah. <laughs> He was like, or no, he looked like um, uh, like a, a mall goth version of like um, the Munster, the dad from the Munster family. He like, he, but he was, he also had like an aura about him because he was cocky about it. Like, he oh didn't yeah, give a shit. Didn't he wear like Hawaiian shirts or something? He had a, he had a lot of faces. Or like, <laughs> it's hard to I keep up with a lot of them. Something I don't think he, he had a lot of. Fashion phases. Yes. I think he was wearing a bandana for a while. Which, you know, hats off to him. Or should I say beret? Beret? Was he wearing a beret? <laughs> um, he probably did, was. Probably. Actually, yes, he was. There's photos of him in a beret. <laughs> uh, he went through so many phases. But you got to hand it to him. Because I feel like for me, for the most part, as soon as like my freshman year of college... He's like the style I decided to just stick with. Like that's it. I'm sticking with this and nothing else. Like that. Like it, I haven't changed up much to a Not fault really. almost because you know it I actually think, came back. Like you haven't changed that much that your fashion actually <laughs> came back. <laughs> <laughs> My clothes. Yeah. Now we so can make, change that saying. Up. Y2K is actually like, really popular. Let's now. hurry. Remember the phrase like "Let's hurry up before my clothes go out of style." <laughs> But they came back in style. Let's hurry up before my my clothes get back in style. He is wearing style. some very cool dickies tonight. That's right. Is, you know, in my in my uh, checkered black. Socks. I was looking. He does know how to accessorize. Skateboard tennis shoes. I know. Comedian t shirt, black t shirt. But the thing is, it's not dirty. It's actually very clean. Yeah, I'm a, I'm an adult now. I know. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't smell like puke or anything. <laughs> yeah, no one's thrown up on this. Yeah. Yet. Thank God. But yeah, you were Yankee. So I was like, hey, can I apply for this job? And he turns around and, you know, he's monstrous to me. And I'm like, oh, my God. And he goes, uh, why the fuck would you want to work here? <laughs> Did he really say yeah. that? Who else worked with him? My, here's my response. Oh, okay. And then I just walked home. <laughs> I didn't get an application. Nothing. All I said was, oh, okay. And then Did, left. Does he know that? Oh, yeah. We talked about that many times. And then I would see you guys hanging out at Tri-C. Oh, my God. So I went to, I don't think I've ever gone into this. So when I graduated or when I was in high school, I did post-secondary programs. So I got to, in my high school years, go to the community college. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, you know, a little older than me, a couple of years. But that, at that time, it was like, you might as well have been like 25, you know, 30 <laughs> years old. Like, Aww, like you guys were all were smoking like a, in, in the that little flower. Oh yeah, and I was creepy about it because I didn't like I like, like peek out the window. I'm like, what are these people up to? And then you guys would like turn and look at me. And I'm like, oh, I'm scurry <laughs> off. <laughs> but you guys were like caged animals out there because yeah. it was in that like oh gl- yeah and that glass weird... indoor yeah. gazebo thing. We also didn't do anything at Tri-C either. You guys played hacky sack and hacky smoke sack and smoke cigarettes in that little area. And I was like. We had like the pasta buffet, the pasta meal every day. I jumped in one time in the hacky sack circle and it not, I didn't last long. <laughs> <laughs> one of my ex-boyfriends broke his foot while playing hacky sack. Should I feel bad about that? Why are you saying he, it like I'm responsible? Because it's your fault. <laughs> You've no, been holding on he, to this he for... He knew how dorky that the whole thing was. You've been holding on to this for almost 20 years now. <laughs> <laughs> and now's your time. You, like, stabbed me three times. You're like... Uh, <laughs> your, yeah, I'm like, this is it. <laughs> you ruined that relationship. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nah. But, yeah, I thought that was hilarious. Hacky sack. Wow. Y2K. Very cool, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you say that so condescendingly? Yeah, very cool, Jeremy. Very, very cool, Jeremy. 
Yeah, I guess you le- led a life. Actually, I was thinking about what I used to wear, and I can't even. I yeah, even like, know. how would you say your high school, like, or your upbringing really influenced who you developed socially as you got older? Oh my god, my upbringing! I was very. Because you were part of the like the cool goth girls for a minute. That there. that wasn't considered cool back in the day. Really? Oh my god, I was bullied so much in the eighth grade for that. And then this one creepy guy who bullied on me was drugging me, hit on me when I was um, like at a concert. When I'm I was still sorry about when that. I was twenty, I think he grabbed my belt loop when we were at the concert. And he's that like, "Yeah, I think you, I think you're really hot." You know, his name was I don't want to say his name. But I'm Francis like, you, Ford Coppola. Francis Ford Coppola. <laughs> but I'm like, you I'm like, you fucking picked on me in eighth grade. I don't want to talk to you. It's not weird how much you hold on to. But no, like, no, I think I just kinda my upbringing was kind of interesting. Um I was also like secretly psychic and like a, a creative human. I don't think, you know, yeah, it was just kinda I was drawn to art and I just had a thought, but we'll finish we'll finish this it? up. Uh, well, I'll tell you when we. He's going to put a pin in that. No, 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 no. Keep going, because I, I had a thought, and then well, I'll, I'll tell you when during the break. Yeah, I was really, I was like, kind of like you. I was really shy. I was very artistic. I used to like kind of be like a solitary lady. Um, had a few close friends. Um, I got really gothy in junior high. The more like the more I went through puberty, like that was just what was going on, and then it kind of like evolved into like this vintagey. Punky that is thing. a really great. So and you know I hung out with a lot of the art kids, but they were associated with the punk kids. Yeah. So how was it growing up as a female going through puberty in high school? Oh my god, it was junior high was the worst. Junior high was terrifying. Everybody was having sex and doing drugs, and it was terrifying. And then after that, um, of course, I went to Shiloh and Parma, so that was like a different thing. But, like, after that, I was, like, I actually had that thought. First, I had the thought when I was pubescent, when I was going through puberty. I'm, like, in, like, sixth grade, I was reading, like, American Girl, like, books and wearing, like, purple jeans. And now I'm, like, you know, listening to The Cure and smoking and not purposely not washing my hair. I actually was, like, what was the change? But then when high school hit, you know, I thought it was going to be terrifying. But it seemed like all that hormone craziness chilled out and it just kind of... You know, it was still high school and stupid, but, like, you know, it wasn't as bad as, like, junior high. Hmm. Yeah, that's scary shit to me. (laughs) Like, because, you know, I was growing up and going through puberty. Like, there's, like, no real, like. Oh, yeah, you didn't know what to do. Yeah, there's no outlet. No. There's nobody to talk to. Especially your religious parents. Like, they're really going to talk to you about that shit. Right. So, like, yeah, and any. Oh, I definitely. Any girl that that you would talk to was also religious so there's that sense of like oh i'm sinning and there's a guilt attached to it so there's a lot of shame involved oh my god which is why i love being spanked today no i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm just not, i don't even get me started i look i look out that is not a kink thank god <laughs> it's not a no uh, but yeah i mean we can go on a, a different tangent about that shit but like no it's like Puberty was just hard because you didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like, all these emotions, you were, like, flipping out. Um, I couldn't control anything that was coming out of my mouth. Like, you know, yeah. But, yeah, I forgot. You really didn't have anywhere to go with that. No. You were sinning when you would talk to a female. So it kind of all kind of, like, so that's, you know, when I ended up at, like, the Arabica and I was a little older or whatever, I think that was probably more of my pubescent learning years oh yeah because like i said i'm like i feel like uh because of my upbringing i was kind of a little slow to the take but like you know i i feel like i got it together now for the most part but you know i still think that i have like i'm still i feel like i'm a step behind all the time really yeah which isn't fine. I'm 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 accepted it, but like I don't think you are. It's you really internalize a lot of things. You are a little cancer boy. Oh, you little you little prince. <laughs> but no, I actually it sounds like, you're saying something very sweet, but it almost sounds kind of like I'm being a little. I'm like yeah. oh, you little baby. Yeah. <laughs> How emasculating. No, it's just no. I'm emasculated on my own podcast. Draft you. <laughs> 
I'm a man. I'm a grown man. Don't talk to me like view that. View me as a man. <laughs> that's all I want out of this podcast is this audience to that's view it. me as a man. <laughs> yes, that's where it's coming from. No, you were that step behind. It's just interesting, though. You just you internalize a lot of things. No, I thought you... I was so confused. Like, I didn't know how to process any of it because it was all so strange and weird to me. Yeah. Because I just never had those social interactions yes. or experiences. Now the young kids have, like, TikTok and being, like, genderqueer is more accepting. And I love know, this I love this new generation I'm coming I'm really out. happy about that. Dude, they're the best. They're going to save this world, I hope. I really hope so because, you know, we're, we're fucking up a little bit. They're so <laughs> accepting. Even, even the most ignorant ones will still have their moments of, like, yeah, that's cool that you're gay. <laughs> Yeah. They're like frustrated about it, but they're cool. Sexuality is a spectrum, all right? Yeah, I know. It's just, it's very refreshing to see that, you know, where people are kind of. Like they're open about it, but they're frustrated with how open they are about it. Like, yeah, yeah, it's cool. Fine. (laughs) Yes. But they're still young kids. They're, they're, they're the, they're so, oh my God. There's one, uh, there's a kid who is involved with our secret society. Go to Secret Society Comedy. Really? Shameless blog time. SecretSocietyComedy.com. He's so he's a kid. He's younger than all of us. And like he's like 22, 21, 22. Mm-hmm. And he uh, is a gay black man who uh, just teaches me so many things. But <laughs> like there's so much. I have no idea what's going on. I was yeah. like, look, you guys should come out with an app. So for idiots like me yes. can keep up with what's going on in the culture. Yeah. Because I have no idea. Well, they have outlets like TikTok and they can, they can, that's the, I mean, even though like social media can be like really scary, they also have like those outlets and stuff. You have the ability to delete it too. Oh. That yeah. we didn't, that we didn't. Oh, you're right. Yeah. But no, there wasn't a lot of outfit, out, outfits, outlets. <laughs> oh, there's plenty of outfits, There's sister. plenty of outfits. <laughs> Trust me, he owns a lot of them. <laughs> he's the best. But like no. he cracks me up. And there's like, what was he saying? There's a phrase where he's like, um, something about we're we're serving up we're serving up pussy or something like that. Or oh no, we're showing our purse pussies and show and uh serving up cunt or something like that. Really? And I was like, holy shit. I'm gonna use that. It's it was amazing. And I was like, he said it like loudly and into the world. For everyone and God to hear. <laughs> and I was like, my mind was completely blown. Especially like, you know, me as a straight, white-looking male. It would even come across as wrong. Like, it would come across as me being like, show me your pussy, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's how it would come out. No matter how, if I said it right or not, that's how it would sound to the, the world. Mm-hmm. At least that's how I feel. I could it could be wrong on that. But like, yeah, I... I I think this newest generation of kids are, they're definitely more open to finding common ground, even in their dis- differences. Mm-hmm. And I think that they're a lot more cur- encouraging each other yes. in their differences because that's how they've grown up to be because they have so many partici- participation trophies. Yeah. People knock on participation trophies because they're jealous that they didn't have that like positive upbringing. Well, it was a, um, it was it was not cool to show vulnerability. Still like not. Was, what, no. are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> they, um, the young chippies are getting a little bit better than that. Right to this day, I'm like, "Fuck you, Dad." I know. I don't even have problems with the guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because of his curve cologne. His curve cologne. <laughs> Good callback. That was a solid callback. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That's wild. You remember that? All right. So, <laughs> actually, I will discuss it. Would you? So I know we're running a little late. It's all right. Uh, do you have more time, a little bit more time, or do you have to go? Let's see. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, I have time. Okay. Yeah. So tell everybody a, a little bit uh, about your background and what you do now. What I do now? Yeah. Like, so like my, you, hum, my human life, my life? Yeah, so like uh so you as a medium and oh, okay. a Reiki. So, oh wowie zowie. Where do you where do you want me to start? Just everything? Everything. Okay, well Cause what I'm gonna ask you to do is that uh, uh, would you be open to giving me a reading in the Patreon episode? Yeah, 
Bitch. Yeah, bitch. Okay. <laughs> so if you want to so, watch that, so tell them who you are. I but if am... you want to watch her give me the reading, you switch over to Patreon. Uh, I Hopefully I'll have it set up by the time this episode airs. Yes. So. Okay, so I am an intuitive medium, which is really rad. I've been doing it ever since I was like a kid, even though it's like really cool right now to be a medium. A lot of, you know. I'm also like a musician. Yeah, days. a musician. Um, me and you actually played shows back in the day when you used to go by Golden Ox. I That's go right. Under, now it's uh, Golden Ox Studio. I know, and I am still new, and I still haven't changed. I'm still the same old, same yeah. old. And I do Reiki one and Reiki two. I also practice tantric yoga. Nice. <laughs> Which is another episode. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> check out the Patreon for the tantric yoga. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it definitely is going to be behind a paywall. <laughs> you fucking perverts. But yes, I know. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> there's like a pause. Well, do you use noon for other areas or oh, yeah. just for? Oh, yeah. I can tell you my, my, my things. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Well, I'm under on Facebook under Aaron Intuitive Medium, Instagram the same thing, Aaron Intuitive Medium, um, NoonMusicOfficial.com, and then NoonMusicOfficial. I'm on Instagram. That's awesome. You're the first guest I've had where uh, they actually have something to plug. Oh well, that's rad. Yeah, it I is also really have cool. Uh, Instagram for my cat, but I'll leave it all there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, we we'll have them search for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't give them too much. Yeah. You leave find, it a little excitement. You'll figure it out. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're the first guest that I've had that like does something uh, I hate to say it. This is so <laughs> shitty to say. But you're the first person that has like an Instagram or like something like social media to plug oh, yeah. or for like an artistic endeavor or whatever. Oh yeah. So that's I'm, cool. You have something I'm to promote. Not a young chippy about it. You I need a young chippy to promote. <laughs> yeah. Me too. But it's there, and it, it gets around, so it does the trick. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Erin's mm-hmm. uh, going to be giving me a reading, and if you want to hear what the reading's all about, go over to Patreon, and we love you. Stay weird. Stay homeschooled. Uh, be awkward and be confident in it. Good night, everybody. Because we love you anyway, yeah. There you go. 